and told Tommy that we haven't had to edit anything out of the podcast in a long time. So if he screws it up, you should have edited some edited some stuff I've done, but you didn't. No, that leaves it more real. It embarrassed me. Well, he told me that I said, "Way to put pressure on." Yeah. <laughs> okay. Welcome to another episode of the Speak the Language podcast. We are uh, no, no, no. I'm not going to get into that yet. Before we start the show, I uh, hope you've enjoyed all the turkey episodes so far. We're at the latter end of talking about spring turkey for no other reason than we're getting kind of close. We're definitely past the halfway point as far as hunting spring turkeys. Um, so still, hope you're enjoying that. Be sure to check out all the deals we have to offer at primos.com, the custom meal shop. And uh, if you want to do us a big, big favor, uh, head on over to our page on iTunes to give us a five-star rating if you think we deserve it and write us a review and now to the show so we are podcasting live from the camp house in iowa um jordan is with me and then making his podcast debut is our good friend tommy nails hello hello tommy he is the owner of this establishment he is the owner of this fine establishment that we have become very fond of called whiskey ridge hunts glad you guys are here enjoyed it as always yeah well I don't know where I want to start. Can't st- can't go directly into all the events that occurred today. We could back up to last year. We could back up to last year. The, your your place, la- like our hunt here last year, we we did a whole podcast around it. The title was Missing Turkeys. <laughs> we did. So it was revolved around you. Yeah, because I missed a lot of turkeys. <laughs> and a lot of details, a lot of talking. <laughs> there's a lot of talking. There's a lot of turkey missing. There's a lot of shooting. Very few hitting, just shooting. Anyhow, um, so we can talk some about the action that we've gotten into this week, and then I wanted to talk primarily, or not primarily, probably half and half, of like, so you, your clients that come up here and hunt with you, do you have like a, is there like a concentration of where most of them are from region-wise, or are they from all over? My turkey guys are basically just about all from the southeast pretty much. That's what I would figure. Yeah. Just yeah. about everybody's from south. Now, my, my deer guys are, you know, from the northeast all the way down to the southeast. Yeah. I mean, this, this area is known for deer hunting. Yeah. Grande deer. You're in southeast Iowa. There, there's some biggins running around these yeah. hills. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about that. And, and, and deer hunting is, is my passion, but turkey hunting is what got me here in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been here? This will be my 21st spring turkey season. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that was the... And we'll get into it. Um, so I, I want to th- – because I'm trying to think about the first time I got to come up here. It is wildly different compared to hunting at home. Definitely. Um, here you got so much more fields. I mean, where I grew up, northeast, northeast Mississippi, you know, a lot of rolling hills, pines. I mean, I, I can remember when I was a kid being a lot of farm ground. Or I say a lot compared to probably what you guys are used to. It's not right. even a lot. But yeah. Uh, just hunting pine hills and such come here and it's it's as you see there's not very much timber here you know the, the turkeys they live in little pockets of timber you know blocks uh, the rivers here uh, which are small but you know yeah. always strips of timber up and down the rivers and the birds really love to roost in those places it's not your typical stuff like out west where they're going to roost you know the same you know places every night pretty much mm-hmm. but you can pretty much look at the lay of the land and tell most of the time where they're going to try to roost. Yeah, they're, like, they're probably going to be some here, here, which is, I remember you telling us that. You're like, you find a, you know, like that one of the places that we hunted, the place I killed at last year, they're pretty much always some turkeys mm-hmm. roosted along that river. Right. Like I said, you don't know the exact tree, but mm-hmm. they're going to be somewhere mm-hmm. there. It was a, 
that too and you know like especially where i hunt at home it's flat yeah. you know for the most part whereas like here and if if you are in, you know in hunting in mississippi where i grew up hunting that if you find a turkey in a field i mean it's like i said it is a flat field whereas mm-hmm. to here if there's a turkey in a field you may be able to move around in that field and him never see you because there's so much topography here yes there's lots of little just little dips and you know, little bowls kind of out in fields. And uh, you can be looking at a field that's maybe a 100-acre field and be a gobbler right out in the middle of it strutting, and he just disappear. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you don't – next thing you know, he's 300 yards to the left, and you know how he got there. Yeah. So, I mean, like, so without giving too much away, like Jordan and I both had successful hunts today. Mm-hmm. And what we were talking about there, like having topography in the field played a big role in both of those hunts. Right. Like, hugely. It was, yeah. it was different. We always talk about getting in that comfort zone. Yeah. When you got some way to put a barrier between you and him that he can come over. Yeah. It makes it a whole lot easier if you can get within 100 of them or 150. Mm-hmm. Whether back home, sometimes you're 300 from them, and that's all you can and do. You, you can't do anything else. Wide open space. Yeah. yeah. It's it's very, very different. It's fun, though, man. It is. It's fun. And these turkeys, we're talking to – Jordan and I were talking about this over the, the course of hunting out here this week. These turkeys seem to have like a – on average, I think their gobbles are longer. Mm-hmm, definitely, <laughs> you Big know, deep they like gobbles. roll it. They hold it out like ah, la 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 yeah. la la. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and then uh, like the turkey Jordan killed this morning, I have never seen a turkey's head turn that white. And then, um, but that's how I was talking to him. <laughs> we're gonna ignore what he said, and we're gonna. <laughs> sweet, I mean, his his head looked sweet, looked sweet hen yelps. You go back to your room. <laughs> there was a his head looked like a light bulb. I mean, I, that's what I'm thinking about this as I'm filming him come in. I'm like, look how white that turkey's head is, and they're big. Yeah, real big. Big, big. You know, one thing I've noticed the last few days: the turkeys we have seen in the timber and stuff, you can point them out way easier because their heads are all white. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there he is a shining light bulb out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a. I guess it's no, not really a surprise why they're so much bigger. It's got to be like diet with all those. I don't know if it would be all the cornfields they yeah, got around here. I mean, they just well, the deer are bigger. Everything's bigger. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just a it's a general thing. You know, the further north you go, just pretty much all wildlife gets bigger. Gets but, bigger. But everything here is grain fed. You mm-hmm. know, so I mean, they're eating corn and soybeans pretty much their entire life. Yeah, I just remember that like the first turkey I, I can remember was probably that one Jordan killed three springs ago, and that one weighed like what twenty nine pounds. 29-something. I mean, like, I think I'm the world record holder here. That's still the Whiskey Ridge record holder. <laughs> Whiskey Ridge <laughs> record holder. <laughs> Jay Bliss. And the all-time fastest 40. His was faster than mine. He ran his down. Mine got away. Yep. You're right. <laughs> if that turkey would have not been so fat, I would not have got him. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, – but, yeah, it's, it's, it's always a good time coming up here. And so that's like – Let's go into some of the action that we got into this week. Um, it's fun. It, so, Jordan was hunting for, yeah, from the get-go. Me and Jordan were hunting together. Yeah, we got here Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Started and, hunting Wednesday evening for like an hour. Yeah. And I was, there was like, I told Jordan, because Grant, like, tip if me and him were hunting together, Typically, we alternate, you know, like he kills a turkey, then he films, and I shoot, you know, so so forth and so on. Well, he killed a turkey in Mississippi like the week before, and he's like, man, you hunt first. I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> he's like, why? I was like, because. He's like, because why? I was like, because 
last spring when we were here, I ate up the entire trip missing turkeys every day and then left you with like half a day to hunt you know before we had to leave i got three hours and we spooked one so i had opportunity so but anyhow i felt bad (laughs) you know and so i was like he'd never killed a turkey in i in iowa Mm -hmm. so uh give it to jordan let him take over hunting um and it was i feel like you tell me I, i feel like the the turkeys are kind of in a different phase this spring as opposed to last spring where we caught them at yeah i mean it seems like but i don't know breeding cycle it should be all the same based on the amount of day time in the day mm-hmm. but they don't seem like it Mm-mm. it was but a, i've been we've been it's, i don't know it's fun they're acting funny right now the gobblers are split up for the most part yeah you know they're in little little groups here and there and then you'll see some of us all grouped together still. So. That is true. Like, we were, especially, like, this morning, or the turkeys that were pretty much on the majority of the week, you would hear one turkey, he's off by himself, then you'd hear, like, two or three together. And then there'd be a couple more singles, and then there'd be two together. You know, it was it, it was like there was some singles and some they're still kind of grouped up. And normally, when it seems like they're still grouped up, you hear, like, 15 together. Yeah. And that was not, not the case. And up here, you do hear 15 turkeys coming. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's pretty special. Like, it's, it's you know, I tell I, I told everybody, especially since I started coming to hunt here, I'm like, look, if you like hunting turkeys, one, if you like hunting easterns, uh, and all you've ever hunted is the southeast, there's nothing wrong with the southeast, but I'm like, you owe it to yourself, come hunt the Midwest. Just because you still get that allure of chasing an eastern turkey, those hard gobbling, but they're big. And it's just, it's different. They're fun. They're, I don't know. You know Seems like most of them have a chip on their so- shoulder. Yeah. That's a good way to describe it. That's a really good way yeah. to describe it. The majority of them, I mean, they, they've got something to prove, seems like. Yeah. One of the things I, you know, try to tell everybody, too, the difference, like, you know, we, we all from the south, we, we get on some good afternoon hunts and stuff, but they're far and few between, like, most part. You know, most mm-hmm. time you do a, a roost hunt or, you know, late morning after they split off from the hens. But here... You know, I mean, you may go out one o'clock in the afternoon and have just as good a hunt yeah. as you could yeah. off, off the limb. Just yeah, I, I did that today. Yeah, I mean, we cause, did that cause, today because they're very active. You know, all day. Yeah, and it's 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 fun here because like the the turkeys are typically a lot more visible than they mm-hmm. are at home just because they spend so much time in those fields. Right. So it makes it more, especially you know, if a guy's having if you're hunting in Central Mississippi and you're hunting in pines, and you've had, like, a difficult season, you may have had a season of hearing a few turkeys, but you just hadn't really got to put your eyes on that many, mm-hmm. you know? And that's that's part of the allure of hunting, of hunting them. To me, you get to watch them do their thing and strut and gobble and all that stuff. You know, uh, the f- second morning or first morning, my days are running together. Oh, uh, no, second. First morning, we'd kind of crappy weather and – that's right. Yep. We uh, heard turkey on the neighbor's gobbling, so we drove down the road and just listened to him for a few minutes. <laughs> he was gobbling. Like, we know we can't hunt him, but we can go listen to him for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, no, it was the second morning. We had a turkey come out into a, a cut cornfield with – he had, like, three or four hens with him, and we didn't kill him. heard, like, 15 or 20 he, turkeys gobbling that yeah, morning. Yeah, it was strong. Um, but he come out in that cornfield and just strutted around with his hens and <clears> – didn't I mean like he acknowledged that we were over there, but he was like, I'm happy with my hens. But man, that hunt was incredible, mm-hmm. you know, because it was a pretty morning, it was still at the time, and he came out there and he was 
I don't think he had a feather messed up on him, you know, just that big, blowed up goblin. I mean, it, it was for someone that enjoys spring turkey hunting like we all do. It's just it's what you what you go for, oh, you yeah. know. Even and that's that's what I'm talking about. You know, you don't you don't always even if you don't get to kill him, you usually have a fun hunt like mm. that where you get to witness spring turkeys. Yeah. Um, this week's been it's we've had to work for them this week. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's not been just a laid out there on a platter for us this kind of week you know like it's been before in the past it's like i said we've had to actually work for them and it's it's like i mean you hear guys all over the country you know talking this year just a little different you know and you know me and my daughter we've traveled quite a bit this this spring and it's where everywhere we've been it's been just a little bit off but yeah. here here it's it's been a little off i mean last weekend the, we had an eight inch snow and yeah, that's wild. you know we killed three birds in, in the snow the next morning and it was just that was that was something unreal to see for yeah. me you know i've i've hunted here in snow just like little light dustings and stuff but nothing like eight inches you know and, <laughs> the, and it was but we had a um we it snowed on friday night saturday was a little slow sunday it was a beautiful bluebird morning with, with the snow all all over and man they were blowing the woods up that's was, crazy it was one of those deals. everybody that was out you know heard tons of gobble yeah you know, and it was but it, it was pretty neat yeah see the only snow turkey hunting i've done has been with merriam's i've mm-hmm. never been looking at eastern turkeys and yep. hearing them gobble and then there'd be snow on the ground mm-hmm. that would be out of my out of my normal normal repertoire yeah one of the hunts that, that i was on with i had a father and son that they both doubled and as they was coming across the field everything kind of thawed a little bit that saturday and then froze back again sunday so it was kind of everything was crisp yeah as, a, as the one gobbler he's strutting across the field and you hear you dragging his wings across <laughs> the, the snow just because it was so crunchy like that's it, cool it was pretty neat yeah one of strut marks in the snow. <laughs> that'd be <laughs> that'd be funny. I guess it gets in the snow. If it's there, then it's fresh. You found a track, you know how fresh it was. Yeah. <laughs> this is from today. Uh, so Jordan, you talk about like as far as you know, we got on that turkey that we didn't kill. That whole finding that turkey in that field eventually led to your turkey this morning. I can't even. I don't even know what all happened here in between all that. We've been there was on, a lot. I mean, we've done struck like ten different turkeys. Yeah, at least, and you know, made them gobble and during the middle of the day and stuff. And they like we're talking about this thing acting right, but they're there. Yeah. And but uh, long story short, we got on those turkeys the second morning. Mm-hmm. Spent time on them. I actually called up a turkey 45 minutes after those turkeys left the field. They come buzzing up in there on us at 20 yards, and you never could see him. And yeah. I saw him for like 10 seconds. He came like directly behind us. And like everything happened so fast, I just couldn't shoot him. Yeah. He stood there behind us for 10 minutes, gobbling at 30 yards. Couldn't see him. When he gobbled, Jordan was like, I can see him. And I'm like, what? I can't, you know, I could hear him. This is before because we did have a rain. It was dry still, so I could hear him walking around in the leaves. And then he gobbled, and he was so close, I jumped. I saw a lake out of the corner of my eye jump. I mean, he, I mean, he was so close. He, there was a big blowdown between us and him. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing blocking us. I mean, he wasn't. He was shotgun range all day. He just, golly. But, um, and then what happened from there? I don't remember. It's been like a blur. Yeah. Because we pulled an all-dayer yesterday. Yeah, but that was two days ago when all this happened. Hmm. I don't remember. I really don't. <laughs> it's, been a, it's a lot. Well, the part that matters is, or I guess it's the most pertinent to the story, is that the morning that we first sat on that field, um, 
when we first sat on that field and had that turkey, there was another field to the south. Yeah. To the east. To the east. And there was turkeys roosted pretty close to it. And then we go in there the next morning to try to get on the turkey that we saw and but and didn't work out. But the whole time we're still hearing these turkeys gobble on that field to the east. So the third morning, yesterday, or whatever morning it was, yesterday morning. Today. To, today. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, today. This jo- morning. We made, yeah, this morning, Jordan, we make the decision. We're like, you know what? These turkeys aren't working out. This field, we've been hearing them on every day. Let's go sit on, let's break day at that field. So we walk in there this morning, get there. You know, we do our due diligence. We're plenty early enough. And we spent a couple hours in there yesterday afternoon just watching, yeah. listening, and hoping to call one up. And d- But we just knew. We're like, they've been here two mornings in a row. They've been all around this field. I have never seen so much turkey poop. Yeah. I mean, they definitely, I mean, we were like, yeah. we're. It's no it looks sp- like somebody spread chicken manure across this place. Because it wasn't. Legs. You know, to the... <laughs> To to a point, it was like speculation. Like they got to be right there in that field. Then we went in there and looked. And that afternoon, we saw that sign. We're like, yeah, they're they're here. We this morning we go in there, and I'm getting the camera stuff set up. And Jordan goes, hey, I go, hey, he said turkeys aren't here. I go, what what are you talking about? He goes, I can hear them. They're gobbling at the field that we've been at. I'm like, no. And he says, listen. You know, I mean, I was fiddling around with my camera, so I didn't, I wouldn't listen. And he owled. And you can hear them because these turkeys that we were here on this field, they were all together. I said they were. It was probably six or seven. Yeah. Of them. And they Jordan. Went, well, I was like the gobbles went on for like two minutes. So it was like a chain effect, and you could go all the way out of here, and then they'd come back. And I, <laughs> and I swear, if you there was a gobble translator, those specific gobbles right there were going. We're over here, and y'all are over there. You picked the wrong field. Gotcha. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. And so, uh, this ooh. morning, just if somebody that loves to listen to turkeys gobble, which I don't know a turkey hunter that doesn't, holy smokes. I've never heard anything like that before. Turkeys gobbled for two hours pretty consistently. Because there was, again, there was probably how many? 10, 15? At least 15 turkeys gobbled. So, for that whole time period, with those 15, they were spread out. So, you know, like yeah, we were talking were, about. They were spread from. 90 degrees to our left as far as you can hear to 90 degrees to our right as far as you can hear and in that that time period between all those turkeys i don't think there was ever like 30 seconds where you didn't hear at least one turkey fire off like at one jordan goes i've never heard anything like this i said i haven't either this is new i mean i've been on you know you hunt and roost in texas and stuff you'll hear yeah that a hundred turkeys gobbling but i've never heard this many numbers of like gobbles Mm mm-hmm I mean, I bet these turkeys just more gobbled five hundred times. It was nuts. I mean, especially Easterns. You know, I said Rios. They, when you get on a roost, and there's typically that is like the roost because there's no other trees. They gobble their brains out for thirty minutes. Yeah, and then it's over. Yeah. And no, this went on. I mean, just all hours. At least what? How many? How long did you say it was? It was seven forty-five when we moved. Seven thirty. Yeah. And it. Gobbling time this morning is at five twenty. Yeah, so two uh, hours. They had quit gobbling maybe twenty minutes. You know as much when yeah. we started moving. And we say quit. I mean, you still hear some, but not the the. It had kind of died off. Right. And uh, we eventually we were like, like so far we've been on turkeys every day and we have yet to make the right move. So instead of making a you know a 
knee-jerk reaction and trying to move. There's been turkeys in this field. We were thinking some of them were going to hit the ground and drift this way. We were wrong again. <laughs> so we had to move, but it ended up being productive. Yeah. We had to go down through some steep, steep stuff and jumped across back to that field we were in to start with when we had the encounter with the strutter. And uh, just so, I mean, the way we approached this field ended up being, like, perfect. Because where we approached, we came up to the edge of it. It's a bunch of little cedars in there. Yeah. But it's clean enough where you can be quiet. But you're hid, if that makes sense. It's mm -hmm. a clean, far floor, and you can maneuver around in there, and you're just, like, sneaking, like, quiet as I can be. And I'm like a Bigfoot coming through the woods. We got lucky is what it amounts yeah. to. I mean, we ended not by any plan. I just looked good on the map, and we went that way. Yeah, not only was the entry good, but where we were able to pop out in the field was pretty perfect. Yeah, I mean, we've been listening to a turkey gobble in that field. for He was the most consistent staying put in the same spot. And after most of the gobbling had died off, he was the only one that was still kind of gobbling somewhat yeah. consistently i got on the second ridge we got on the first ridge we'd go one more to get in that field i out and got him to gobble so mm. we had a direction on him we both we were like yeah he's still there let's press forward and uh man we eased up on that field and we got set down i put a hand decoy out like five feet off the field edge just for something because if he pops over that knoll up there at 80 yards and he ain't gonna do nothing but look mm -hmm. so it we sit down and as soon as you got ready i just yeah well he didn't he didn't he didn't hit he, the first note yeah because you yelped kind of soft the first time yeah it, it was that time you you waited a few seconds he yelped again and you increased your volume and cut at the end mm -hmm. and he yeah. cut that in half <sighs> yeah and we were like hmm? he's still there and the funny thing was is because jordan i naturally i sat up higher so i could see with the camera jordan was sitting down and he was kind of in a hole you know because i mean he's shooting and he's hit or whatever well, him being down that hole made him miss course that gobble bad. Like the way that we set up normally when we're filming, like the shooter just sits where he can see to shoot 30 yards. It don't matter. Like, to me, it doesn't matter. As long as he can see what's going on, I'm good with it. Like, as long as I can see to shoot 40 yards, I'm going to sit there in the hole, you know. I don't yeah. have to see the turkey coming from 100 yards away. So that turkey fires off, and I'm like, yes. You know, I'm like, mm, mm. I mean, because he's maybe 120 max on the edge of the field. And I'm like, mm, yeah. And I look over and Jordan just has like this kind of on the edge of disgruntled look on his face. And I'm like, did you not hear that? And Jordan's like, he's in that timber. And I'm like, no, he's not. I'm like, what are you talking? And, but then I have a bad history of miscoursing where gobbles are. So I'm like, what's like he? Guessing. I'm like, was he in the timber? And I just didn't, I don't know. Right. And to set the turkeys at 10 o'clock come to find out. And I was coursing him like it seven or eight yeah like jordan thinks he's through in the timber we just walked through you know like behind us 100 yards i'm yeah. like crap and and, that, and i'm like it's again i'm second guessing myself way a little bit jordan calls and cuts again <sighs> he gobbles again i'm like yeah he's right there jordan's still like <sighs> he's in timber. I, I don't know how we can move on him i'm like jordan <laughs> he is right there and jordan's like are you sure i'm like yeah i'm pretty positive Gobbles again, he gobbles again. I'm like, that turkey's right there. Jordan, I'm not talking this loud. Obviously, that would have been non-productive. But uh, he believes me because I'm like, what if I, – I never coursed the turkey correctly. I had to do something with me where I was sitting at. Had to have. And even if I'm bad – I am bad about miscoursing turkeys sometimes. But if I hear him 
three, four times from the same direction, I'm usually like, yeah, he's right there. And he fired off, and I'm like, Jordan, we're about to be – and Jordan's like, I think I just heard him drum. I was like, you did. Like, we're about to be seeing this, <laughs> you know. But – and uh, shortly after that, you see that big white dome come capping right over that top of that hill. And uh, that went on for a while. He just stood up there and would look, and then he'd go in like a half-strut and drum. I couldn't see any of it. Yeah, I'm giving Jordan like a play-by-play. I'm like, he's looking. Okay, he's half-strut. All right, he's turning. He ain't gun right. He said, enjoy. I'm like, no. All right, he's coming. He stopped again. He's walking towards <laughs> us again. Okay, he stopped. Yelp soft. Cluck. <laughs> this went on for a while. He was coaching me up. Because, I, I mean, I could look. I could see him, and Jordan couldn't, so I was trying to gauge what he wanted. And and my, na- my NASCAR spotter. <laughs> <laughs> coming around turn three. Stay wide. What, what, what's interesting is after we ended up killing this turkey, we, we walked out, and from where that turkey was standing – that field dropped off so hard, I'd, I'm 95% sure he never saw the hen decoy until he started coming. And the reason, the re- and that would explain why he stood up there for so long just craning his neck because I was like, he's got to be seeing that decoy. But it, I think the hill fell off too far because at one point he started acting like he was kind of leaving and we both started yelping at him, like, all right, he's going away. we got to do something. So we just started yelping really and hard I'm, at him. I moved, too. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan, when he started, he strutted. And so, his, I mean, his fan, his button fan is facing us. So yeah, Jordan, he's facing away from us. Yeah, Jordan crawled over a tree where he could see. And we start, And when we started yelping hard at him, for whatever reason, he said, eh, and he started kind of come down the side of the hill. And you could tell. He saw that hen decoy, and he was like, oh, there she is. I think it was a combination of that, and then I honestly think he heard you moving in the oh, leaves no doubt. to get to get over to that other tree. That ain't quiet. Yeah, well, I mean, it worked. <laughs> but, but then, and then I'm not – he didn't, like, turn and just come marching right in. He still – I mean, he was kind of, like, doing his thing. He was, like, zigzagging and strutting, and doing, which again, I'm not complaining. I was like, man, look at this. It was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And, uh, yeah, then Jordan popped him. Yeah. And that was a very. It was very gratifying because we again. That was what day is it? What day? How many days have we been here? Uh, four. Day four. Yeah, felt good. And again, yep. yesterday, day three was all day. And we ain't been doing no hunt an hour in the morning, hunt an hour in the evening uh-uh. deal either. Uh uh-uh. uh mm-hmm. The most we've, the least we've done is come in about maybe noon and grab something to eat and go back out. So, I mean, we've been putting some hours in. But yeah, y'all been grinding. Last night, y'all was dragging. Yeah. Oh, time. I'm dragging. Here last night, y'all was dragging. I'm dragging right now. Yeah, I can Same. <laughs> Same. Um, so, yeah, that was awesome. And uh, we tried after that. You know, we got the turkey tagged and got him in the truck, and then we were like, you know, it's still somewhat early and as pretty as day it is. Let's see if we can. Let's go get some Casey's pizza. So we did do that. <laughs> we did do that. But then we tried to strike another turkey, which didn't didn't work. I mean, we, I would have thought today, man, it's bluebird, 70 degrees, no wind. You ought to be able to hear a turkey gobble all day, but they just ain't doing it yet. Yeah, I think it, think it, which it is still early, but I think it kind of fell off. But then uh, what time did we go out today, back out this afternoon? 3, 2.30, something like that. Yeah. And, again, because of the fields and the – how these turkeys are visible which we didn't learn to do this this is from hunting with tommy and him knowing what to do we just started bouncing around different farms and getting out and glassing where we could Mm -hmm. and i don't know we've probably been to four or five different spots and phone rings tommy calls me he's like hey there's a spot you know where i've been seeing a turkey 
or I have seen them fairly consistent. You need to go check that out. Me and Joel were like, okay. You know, we were kind of heading that way anyway. And uh, we go over there, and I'm looking. It was kind of funny. Like, I'm looking, and I can't see anything. And then I go to – I kind of, like, go to stand, not, like, stand on the hood of the truck, but, like, just kind of stand in the door where my head's over the roof. I look over there and glass. I'm like, crap. <laughs> and George's like, what? I'm like, there's a turkey. And uh, There he is. Yeah, right where Tommy said he would be. Yeah. He's like, I've been seeing him right here on this ridge, you know, where the green grass meets the cut corn. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we looked, we sat there, and, like, it, he had just kind of, like, walked over the hill and then dropped off, in which we were like, uh, what's Delta mad about? She stays mad. Yeah. Um, Temperamental. He Warmer. just... Yeah, he. We watched him, and he strutted, and he finally he disappeared below that hill. And I'm like, this could work. Yeah. And uh, me and Jordan go hightailing it as fast as as fast as me and him can <laughs> hightail it. We're averaging about point three mile an hour. Yeah. Just <laughs> fast enough. Yeah, Usain Bolt, what we are, and uh, a long-legged turtle might passes <laughs> <laughs> on a good day if he's got the wind at his back. Uh, so we're just like I'm walking fast. I'm still trying. I'm like trying to ease because I don't want to spook the turkey. And uh, finally, like we get to where I could see and I can't. And I'm like, I'm telling Jordan, I'm like, do you think I should go out there? Because there was like a the the dirt was pushed up. I don't know what you call it, but I know the dirt was pushed up right there at that corn. Really put in a drain. That's mm-hmm. it. And I was like, I can go right there and peek over. Or I think I can get in this grass and kind of edge around, keep this tree, between, you know, and between me and where I think the turkey should be and look. And Jordan's like, I think that would be a better idea. I'm like, all right, cool. So he's, you know, staying behind me. I go and I'm edging and I'm looking and I'm looking and finally I crane up a little bit and I can I see just the top of a tail fan. And I, I mean, and he's not 100 yards, you know. So I sink back down and motion Jordan, sit down. I get up to the tree and I crane my head up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's looking at us. <laughs> yeah. But he wasn't. He was just looking around. Yeah. Jordan's prone to hyperbole or freaking out. And he was like, he's looking, he's looking, he's looking. I'm like, no way. There's no way. His head was raised. Yeah. And he's like 70 yards. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Again. <But> anyhow. <laughs> so we're like, it's blind luck is all it was. It's a good spot. Yeah, good spot and blind luck and what well, blind luck that the turkey was doing what it was doing. Yeah, I mean that's when you try to. If I had to draw up a spot to call a turkey, it would be something similar to that. Mm-hmm. You know, you be able to ease up there. You know where he's at. You're within a hundred of him. You can sit down. He don't know you're in the world. Yeah. yeah, and then I mean, and then we start, you know, soft clucking and yelping. He can't see if there's a hen up there or not because mm-hmm. there's that big rise. So Jordan can see him because he's up higher, and Jordan's like, he's coming. And then he starts kind of veering to the left a little bit, but he's still coming. And here's where the funny part of the story comes into play. Or it's, it's funny for me because this is something that has never happened <laughs> in all my turkey hunting career. It's never happened before. It probably never will again. I, I, I doubt it. If it does, I would be like, didn't think that would ever happen twice. Is You told us this was like an old home place. Mm-hmm. And there's still an old barn. I think that where the house used to be is completely gone. But, like, out in the middle of this field, there's, like, this old wooden bench. 
I guess whoever, I know why. It's, I mean, it's on the side of this hill. You can see for two miles across. Yeah, there. Looking down at the bottom in the river. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a beautiful view. Been lots of stories told on that bench. I'm sure. And then what? <laughs> Somebody used to bring their girlfriends there. Imagine. <laughs> I can so say lots of stories. Go lots on dates. What talking about you? Oh no. Well then, but here's the thing. So the turkey comes up and like if I, you know, he's he gets invisible and. He's coming, but he's still kind of veering to the left. Well, then he starts, like, coming, but he's kind of, like, he's diagonaling. And he gets about it, and Jordan says, can you kill him? And I said, no, he's behind that bench, <laughs> which I've never said in my entire life. I'm sitting there. The turkey is in gun range, but he is behind a wooden bench. That's, like, 100 years old. Yeah, I'm like, what? In the, and I'm, I'm thinking this while it's happening. I'm like, this has never happened to me before. Never, I mean, you know, behind a tree, maybe behind a bush, but not a bench. When you said that, the thought, the thought crossed my mind. I was like, "Oh my gosh, he's finna shoot this bench, and the turkey's gonna get away." Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Got me a bench. <laughs> well, fine. I mean, and then because if he'd have kept going, he'd have stayed behind the bench, and then if he'd have popped out on the left side, I'm not sure. I thought he'd have gotten too far to the left where that tree would have gotten. Oh, I was, I was ready to do some kind of maneuver. Maneuvering, yeah. Well, luckily, he kind of stopped. <laughs> he wasn't getting away without <laughs> getting shot at. Uh, he kind of, he kind of, he didn't completely come out of strut, but he kind of broke into half strut, and then he turned and started coming back right. I'm like, walked. He clears the bench, gets back out in the open, and Jordan's like, "Can you kill him now?" I said, "Yeah." And about, I mean, he piked that head up, kaboom, and he fell over dead. Thankfully, because again, that didn't happen for me last year, not on the first shot. <laughs> There was a lot of turkeys running away and flying away. Well, you got you a little bit bigger firepower this year, a yeah. little bit better optics. Yeah, we got a 12-gauge. I was shooting a 20-gauge last year, which 20-gauge works fine, but I just need a little bit. I, I, I personally need a little bit more power. Savage just built this new gun just for you. They, well, they can keep building it because it's a good <laughs> it, it really is. Like, it was, it was light, and uh, obviously it shot well because it killed your turkey and my turkey today and both of them not close shots either uh -uh. i mean my, i don't know i didn't step mine off but it was over like around 50 something i think mine was 45 50 yeah um the thing and i will say because for the longest time jordan's been shooting a red dot for a while and i never would do it despite the missing that i did last year i was just all i'd ever shot was a beat mm -hmm. and i was like i'm used to it you know that's just well, the, that's what I'm gonna stick two with. Two of the shootings you had here last year were with my gun with a red dot. Yeah, whose gun? Mine. Whose gun? Did you see, we finally got it on record. At least yeah. he calls it his gun mm -hmm. now. Uh -huh. Jesse's gun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, uh, tricked me. So <laughs> you tricked yourself. Uh, but yeah, today because that turkey was in some kind of tallish grass, that red dot made a world of difference. Oh yeah, an absolute world of difference. So pretty incredible trip. Been a good one. Been a good one. And Jimmy's here. He's been on struggle bus. I wasn't sure. going to mention that. I wasn't going to mention that. You wasn't going to mention it? Well, maybe you are. You're he's, too late now. He's been in sight of like 30 different gobblers. <laughs> I just, one of them deals, he got a bad go. You yeah. know? It happens. Like I said, it's it's been a grind this week. Yeah, it ain't been uh, easy. We, we, we've been on them every day. It's just been a grind getting one to act exactly the way you want him to act. Yeah. Well, I think part of what makes this this experience that we've had up here as incredible as it is is one you know for one i said this is an incredible area for turkeys mm -hmm. and two i like how like you like we are not the first group of hunters that you've had come through your place no. this this spring and so i like how you run your stuff you don't like 
take a farm and it has four goblin turkeys and you go try to kill you've done killed three and you send someone else you know you don't run your hunts like that you spread out the pressure which i think has it again we how many turkeys we hear this morning 15 that uh, we said at least i mean that and, sounds crazy but it's the honest truth and well and i was like all 15 were not on that farm right. i'm not saying you know not saying that but still they're still in the earshot. I mean, yeah, they they're in earshot, and they there was are a, close enough to yelp at. Yeah, and there yeah. are a lot of a lot of them were on that farm mm-hmm. and came through that farm, and I think a lot of that has to do with not being over. I know a lot of that has to do yeah. with not being overpressured. I and mean, you right. go to some of our woods in Mississippi; they have every bit of potential to have that, and they've been hunted dry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, incredible time. Um, before we wrap up, Tommy, where can folks find you on facebook and instagram and stuff just whiskey ridge hunts instagram facebook um got a website uh, just whiskey ridge hunts.com mm-hmm. but most of my stuff I, I keep up with on instagram facebook you know i keep a pretty good handle on mm-hmm. keeping everything updated yeah. on that. and when we post this podcast to tomorrow yeah today's sunday the 26th tomorrow be the 27th yeah mm-hmm. we'll tag you in it and all that good stuff um but yeah i think that about wraps us up unless jordan's not going to have anything to add unless tommy <laughs> Unless Tommy has anything to add. Jordan, do you have anything to add? I think I'm ready to go to bed. I, too, am ready to go to bed. It's been yep. a long, long few days. So, um, guys, if you have any questions, as always, feel free to send a question in to my Instagram page, Jordan's Instagram page, the Primo's page. Either way, it'll get saw, it'll get seen. And if you check have any out, questions about Whiskey Ridge, yeah, message Tommy. Check out um, Whiskey Ridge Hunts on Instagram and Facebook and their website. And that's it. Thank you for listening to the Speak the Language podcast.